Welcome back, guys. Uh, today we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, uh, and that's time. Something that uh, you may, if you know me, you know how uh, much I value it and how much I think about it. Um, I think throughout, you know, all the podcasts that have kind of been out, there's definitely touches where I I really enjoy asking people how they like spending their time and how they like to, you know, use it. Um, so I don't know, th this this episode felt kind of valuable just to kind of uh, get you thinking maybe a little bit differently um, because we all have it, right? And it's just a matter of um, how we're manipulating it and how we're using it, how we're investing it. Um, so yeah, uh, Rachel's joining me today. Rachel, any thoughts on this before we jump in? Nothing that jumps out at me, but I'm sure something will come up. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I really had no specific direction here except to <laughs> tell you guys that I just spent some time doing some math. And I, uh, so there's yeah. a stat that I saw, right? It was like, we all have uh, 1,440 minutes in a day. Okay, so that was interesting to me. And then I was like, you know what? I've seen another stat somewhere that kind of breaks down uh, basically how many how many hours we have uh, in a lifetime. And so we kind of made made up uh, based on some averages. Like eighty years old is is being a little generous, but let's say you you live to be around eighty, you live a really healthy lifestyle, and you make it that far. You and 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 we're taking into account that you have about 14 hours per day. And I'll get into that uh, in just a second around why we're using that number. <clears throat> but basically, if you have 14 hours a day and you live to be 80, you basically have 408,800 hours, which is, it sounds like a lot. You're like, okay, that's not bad. But I don't know, at the same time, you're like, that is less than half a million you know, yeah. I don't know why that's the first thing that my brain says when I look at that. It's like, what? That's it? And then you you divide that by uh, how many hours, you know, like how many days does that come out to? If that's a little easier for you to wrap your head around. Basically, it comes out to 17,000 days. Which, which sounds, seems like so few. Yeah, it really does, right? Like when you think about your life, that sounds short. I know. Like I was kind of struck by the same thing and it's like we did the math and I was like, "Man, I thought it was going to be more." Oh, me too. And um let's get into why you know, why we're going with that 14 hour number. Um I remember this is something I never forgot and it stuck with me, but one of like I guess who I would consider one of my first mentors in in fitness and business. Um uh, was my friend Adam, who was kind of my trainer. He got me into boxing. Uh, I later worked for him when he, you know, uh, started this web development company. And then years later, we kind of sat back down again just to catch up. And uh, it was just cool to see where things were at for him. And we just started, you know, talking about random stuff. And one of the things we came back to was time, right? And he was like, you know, Ms. Ba, realistically, we all have about 12 to 14 hours in a day, 
You know, it's like we all talk about how we have 24 hours in a day, but yeah, I mean, and it's true, but it's really not true at the same time because uh, we all have to sleep, you know, to a certain extent. We all have to like, you know, brush our teeth, uh, eat, commute, like little day-to-day things that we're just not accounting for in terms of how much time that it adds up to be or how much time that it takes. Um, so when you when you think about that, it's like, okay, 14 hours, that, that means that basically 10 hours is dedicated right now towards uh, sleeping, you know, whether you get six hours, seven, eight hours, uh, and then on top of that, you add you know, maybe a little bit of commuting or whatever activity you want to fit into that pool, right? So most of us are left with around 14 hours, um, some a little more, some a little less. And then it's like, okay, where's that time going? You know, and um, that's something I've obsessively and weirdly thought about just a lot. And I always come back to this um, because I see it as kind of like a, you know, I've heard, like, I know Tim Ferriss talks about this. Uh, Carl Powley has some awesome stuff coming out around, like, lifestyle design. But when I hear that word lifestyle design, this is kind of what I think of. is like, okay, how do you manipulate the time that you have available? And it's really like a, a, a puzzle in a way because what happens is um, if we were to think, like, okay, right now, you're working like 10 hours a day, right? Uh, you train for like an hour a day. Uh, you spend time with your loved ones about an hour a day. And then you've got like one hour left that, I don't know, it's going into like watching Netflix or something like that, right? Um, any ch- like Anything on top of that that you want to add to your schedule, because this is another thing, uh, it's a rabbit hole we could go down, but... How often do you hear like, oh, meditation or uh, journaling or these little habits that don't sound like they take a lot of time? You're like, oh, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, uh, just invest a little bit of time each day into these activities. They're productive. They're great for you. But there's a lot of that out there. And so anytime you want to implement any of those habits or changes – we didn't even get into cooking, right? Like cooking and making food yeah. and that type of stuff uh, or washing dishes. Um, but basically, anytime you add an activity or take on something, you, you're you playing with that balance of like, all right, I have 14 hours. Where Where is this going to go? You know, right. and, and I don't know. I, I guess for me, I always thought that... Uh, it was just something I thought about so much that I assumed it was kind of on the mind of everybody. Um, but I don't know. I don't think everybody thinks that way or that obsessively no, as I do. They uh, don't. And like I've done really weird things such as every task that I've done in a day and I've done this for let's say a week at a time or two weeks at a time, I've like actually used a you know start and stopwatch to see how long it was taking me and written down like all the things from the mundane like like I said washing dishes to you know answering emails or whatever it might be because I really just wanted to see what it comes out to and be 
somewhat objective about it because when I, and, and what prompted that for me was when I was feeling like I was running out of time, right? It was like, whoa, there's so many things I want to do and there's just not enough hours in the day. You know, I I know that's a feeling people can potentially resonate with. Uh, And so that's kind of what prompted me to dig deeper and deeper into this whole idea of like, guys, these are the numbers. This is what it looks like. Uh, It's kind of scary, but at the same time, it's cool because if you can start to start to look at it as that puzzle of like, how are you going to manipulate and arrange your time to do the things you want to do? and the things that are important to you, uh, it can be fun. You know, it's not easy, but it can be a fun process in a way. So, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my initial thoughts on, on this, this concept of time. Yeah. I think time is such a, a fascinating concept. I'm kind of obsessive about it too. It's been known that I like, will literally write down everything about my day down to like the seconds just because I, want to use my time the best I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I always am fascinated by the fact that people also don't care about time or like don't recognize it as valuable, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think so. I have uh, two family members who have ADD Mm -hmm. and time is something that they really struggle with, which is always a fascinating concept to me that like, to me, a minute is 60 seconds and like, it's a concrete fact, right? But for them, it's like, ah, it's fluid. It's, you know, whatever. I always find that an interesting topic. I think that's something you could dig into. Like, how is time so different for everybody? Hmm. But it's, it's the same. Like a minute is a minute. Yeah. Wow. But it's so different for everybody, right? Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, I can only speak from my perspective, but uh, everyone, I'm sure, perceives it a bit differently. Um, now, at the same time, like as you were saying that, it made me think about um, having time that that's kind of unstructured. You know, like I think when I talk about this, like when I talk about how obsessive I am about this stuff, it can come off that like, I get everything done that I want to in a day and everything is just goes, you know, everything's so efficient yeah. and it's perfect. And, and to be honest, it's not, you know, that's really not how it works. Um, because no. yeah, it, it just doesn't, you know, like I could, I think I definitely overextend or overschedule myself for certain things and always I'm reaching for like, Oh, I want to get X, Y, and Z done on top of all this stuff. But it's, it, that's not kind of my point with this is like, are you able to follow, you know, your schedule as efficiently or perfectly as you can? It's more like, do you have that awareness of, okay, I have a general idea of how much time this is going to take. And then from that point, can I start to, I don't know, make, make some better decisions that'll make me happier, you know, in terms of like how I want to spend my time. So I I personally am uh, a huge proponent of, like unstructured freedom within your time, right? So for example, you may have heard me talk about this before, but with somebody like my personality type, I need several hours a day to be able to like process and decompress and organize all this input that's kind of coming into my brain all day. Uh, 
And I don't always get that, right? I don't always get the four hours a day that I had talked about, but it's like the effort to get that, right? Like how do I set up my life so that I have those four hours? Um, and, and it's a puzzle piece for sure. Like how, that leads me to like, oh, how do you become a little more efficient with your work? Um, how do you become more efficient with your training, with your meal prep, like all the day-to-day stuff you have to do? to kind of serve that one thing. And I'm using that four hours of alone time as an example, but it could be anything here, really. It's like, how do you connect it back to that one thing you want to make some more space for? It's a juggling of everything else that you already have going on, right? Like existing responsibilities and things you want to offload, but you can offload right now. And it's going to take some time before, you know, you're able to like release some responsibilities. Like this is where that whole puzzle concept comes into play. Um, But I am for sure uh, a fan of having time structured in your day where it, it, it doesn't necessarily like maybe there's, it serves you in a way of being able to like, you know, it's time for yourself or it's time to decompress. It's that alone time we're talking about, but not necessarily having a plan or having an agenda within that time frame. You know what I mean? Like having yeah. some freedom to be able to like do whatever. Because there is, uh, and I don't know if everybody experiences this, but I for sure do, is if everything in my day is so super structured and, you know, every 30 minutes that I have is like it's there for something and I set that expectation on myself that I have to do that, that pressure almost becomes like way too overwhelming for me. And I am less likely to be able to stick to that. And chances are I'll feel even worse about myself because it's not realistic for me to get that many things done, you know, in that time frame. So I think having having spots or periods in your day when possible of like, you know, let's say it's at nighttime, right? At nighttime from 8 to 10 p.m. or 7 to 9 p.m., whatever. It's like, you know the things you like to do in that space, but not having such a hard, rigid structure as to like, oh, at seven, I got to do this. At 7.30, I got to do this. At eight o'clock, I got to do this. Like having some freedom to flow and move within that time, I think is valuable. Um, and and so, yeah, I think this is where it's it's tough because you got to find the balance between like improvising and going through your day like you're just, you know, uh, yeah, like like you are improvising and doing things on the fly because then there there is some enjoyment to that. Like you're present in that moment. You're able to flow through your day and even enjoy kind of the little things you got to do. But then on the other end, it's like, yeah, all the other stuff that you have to get done, having some sort of sense of like how long does each thing here really take me and how does that impact everything else that I kind of want to do? Yeah, I think uh... – the one thing that keeps like standing out to me as you're talking is how do you like prioritize what is the most important, you know, what comes first for you. And I feel like that's a very personal decision, but when you're thinking about how you're going to spend your time or how you value it, you have to kind of make some of those tough decisions. What's important. What's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of self-reflection. I feel like when it comes to time, hundred percent, yeah, this is uh this is also something I spend I've spent a lot of time journaling on and 
I think it, it's not just a one and done type of thing. It's something you definitely have to reevaluate every couple months or so. It's like, huh, what are my priorities? Have they changed a little bit? Why have they changed? Am I happy with that? Um, because it's just a fact, right? It's like you're evolving, you're changing on a daily basis. And at certain times, like things will be more important than others. So having a general idea of what your hierarchy kind of is definitely definitely hold some value. Um, if I was to kind of give my personal, you know, yeah, like my personal take on it. Um, I wouldn't say this is like a very, <clears throat> yeah, maybe it is like a kind of like that hierarchy, but <clears throat> there's room for some of these to bounce back and forth here. But for me, one of the first things that I like to protect as much as I can is, is that alone time that we talked about within that alone time is, uh, some unstructured freedom. Like I know what I'm going to do in that time. A lot of it is writing in the form of journaling. A lot of it is, uh, like actual joke writing or rehearsing or working on stand up in some way. Uh, and a lot of it is just like relaxing and trying to, you know, like watching other comedians or watching Netflix or YouTube or some like listening to good music, consuming other art. Um, those are things I really like and enjoy. And, and so if I keep that at the forefront, like this is what really makes my day. Now, how do I work around everything else around that? Um, I don't know. There's just some excitement that's there for me in that sense, right? It's like, okay, that that's like, that's the part that makes me feel really fulfilled. And like, I'm moving forward is when I put time into myself in that way, and in those activities. And then it's like, okay, after that comes, um, you know, I think all the responsibilities that I have as a coach. Uh, and within that, it's like, okay, um, same thing. It's like, how much time is that taking on a daily basis? Within that, we have so many subcategories, right? It's like coaching is this big, giant label. But then, you know, I, if I was to dig into it, it's like, okay, there's program design time, there's administrative answering emails and uh, answering, you know, uh, comments and messages and things like that. Uh, then there's probably a little bit of time for marketing, then there's a little bit of time, you know, for floor hours, like all that stuff adds up, you know, not one of those things is like an enormous chunk of time on its own. I guess there it is, but at the same time, it's really not. It's like when you add all of it together, it's a lot of time. So knowing kind of within that, okay, how do I disperse my time to kind of get that stuff uh, taken care of? And then, you know, I think aside from that, it's like, okay, self-care uh, and things like that. So um, for myself, like my own training, my own sleep, uh, my own kind of like, I think meditation might fall into this category, right? Being able to like, you know, have time for that. Um, yeah, those are like the top, th I'm sure I could keep going on on like all the other things that fall into this for me. But I think it's valuable just to like start with what are, what is the thing that really gets you excited about your day? And who knows, it's okay if it's like you chilling and watching Netflix with, you know, your family or whatever. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, I think, where we get caught up is like, you start to judge what you're doing based on what you think other people might think or 
just a preconceived notion of what you think you should be doing with your time. And, and I think if, if you spend time on like what your priorities and uh, yeah, what those things are uh, without that bias of like what you think it should be, then it becomes much easier to be like, yeah, the four hours of alone time is uh, essential, even though it sounds absolutely insane to anybody else who hears that, right? But it's like, I'm going to do whatever I can to protect that. And that's just how it is. And it becomes easier for you to really have that, uh, maybe have a, a diligent approach to like, yeah, this time is is valuable, and I'm going to protect it. And I'm going to figure out a way to set up the other parts of my lifestyle around it. Um, did that did that answer your question? I know I went on there for a little while. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I like that a lot. Actually, I feel like, you know, when you're planning your own time, that's something that you get to be selfish with, you get to choose what's most important to you. And, you know, it's your day, it's your time, it's your life. So you have to kind of protect what's important to you and not worry about what anybody else might think about. Totally. Yeah. And, and shifts happen all like all the time, you know? Um, and it's, it's easier to adapt to those shifts when you have a general sense of where the time is going and how you enjoy spending it. So I'll give you an example because it's at the forefront for me. It's like, okay, this, uh, you know, this weekend I'm performing two shows that are like, you know, kind of important for me. Uh, and then if I backtrack like a week out from that, you know, typically for the last couple of weeks I've been performing about two times a week, like Wednesday and Thursday nights. Uh, this past weekend I did two more performances on Saturday and I'm trying, I'm basically trying to do an extra one or two nights where I go out and, and do sets. Right. And that is really important to me, protecting time for minimum two times a week. But now any, and that's a stretch for me because what that does to my schedule in the sense of, uh, you know, let's say how much sleep I'm getting, which, or, uh, if let's say if I'm getting enough sleep, then how much time it takes away from program design or from emails and admin stuff like it's all connected you got to look at it as like a spider web right so when when I do decide like all right cool like I'm gonna do this on on my Saturday I'm going out and I'm gonna do two sets like you know I'll give you an example I left at 3 3 p.m because this commute time is also something we don't think about a lot right it's like right. to get to places especially if you live in like New York or LA or something like that uh or just have a really long commute um it's the minute stuff, you know, it's like, you got to pay attention to that stuff. So I left at like three, 3 PM. Um, or sorry, I think I left at 4 PM. Sorry. And then, uh, I got home at like probably 10 or 11, you know, it's like I did two open mics, but think about that. That's like a seven, eight hours of time, right? Yeah. For that's two. a lot of time. Yeah. And yeah. So basically it's like, because of that, what did that take away from what my regular Saturday might consist of? Like, I really enjoy having Saturday as a day where I can unplug a bit and, you know, relax. I still work on Saturdays, but at the same time, like I bounce back and forth between a lot of like writing and then working, writing, working and doing other stuff. So anyways, it took away from that. And I had an understanding of like, okay, cool. I get how this impacts my norm. And Am I cool with it? Yeah, totally cool with it. Is it worth it? Yes, it's worth it. It's like, cool, do it. Uh, and then can I figure out a way to still 
catch up or make up for the things that it took away. Maybe I can, maybe I can. But it's starting to ask those types of questions so you feel good about how you're investing your time. Um, yeah, I, I would love to hear people's feedback on this one in the sense of, is this something you already think about? Did this make you think of something new? Um, yeah, I know I we, we were at like 23 minutes on this one, but this is really, this is such an important topic, I feel, that uh, I'm okay with going over. Yeah, I feel like you just said like, what do people even think about it? And, you know, I know I think about time because that's just something that like I wake up and that's on my mind. But I don't think a lot of people do ever think about it. It's just something that happens, like hours pass in the day or time just goes by, but nobody ever stops to be like, man, what, you know, what just happened or, you know, seconds lost, things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's easy even for me at times to get caught up in that, right? It's like the day to day of what you got to get done and do. Um, it's, it's, it can be a blur. And before you know it, like a week can go by two, three, four weeks can go by. And I guess the time that really, uh, forces you to look into it is when you're feeling a bit unhappy with how that's going or you're feeling a bit unfulfilled. Like what in the world, where's the time going? Why am I not getting the things done that I wanted to get done? Or feelings like that start to come up, you know, then you get motivated to be like, all right, let's really take a look at this. What's going on here? So I don't know. I think if you find yourself in that boat, or maybe you just want to be a little more conscious about, uh, your time, you know, people say time management. I always feel weird using that word. I think it's more like time investment, you know, like how are you yeah. investing your time into the different things you want to do? Um, so anyways, this is a topic I think we'll come back to for sure, but, um, we hope you enjoyed this one and, uh, don't hesitate to reach out, tag us on, you know, social media, DM, get in contact somehow and let us know how you like this one. <laughs>